Welcome to the Inklecast. This week, we're going to be talking about 3D in games, so hot technology. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Joe. And I'm Tom. So for our, our secret game that we're uh, not talking about all that much, but have probably given full <laughs> details of if you put all the episodes together, um, one of the things we're doing is we're going much more 3D. So we did a little bit of 3D in Sorcery 4. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was a little bit of 3D in 80 Days. There yeah, was a, there, there was a sphere in, in 80 Days. There was a sphere. But That's there, like a circle, but it's 3D. Yeah, it's like it's pulled out of the page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's quite hard to imagine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but there was also a camera in 80 Days, which yes. did a few slightly cunning yeah, things yeah. to frame things nicely. Yeah. Um, so there was some real 3D work there. But for this game, we're doing actual proper 3D. And, like, you know, we have a 3D artist building things in 3D. And, mm. and like, I'm constantly putting waypoints below the terrain and that kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, that led us on to that question of, of why, why are we going 3D? And is it, it, it has a reputation for being a lot harder mm. than 2D, which... Yeah, it's got it's kind of got two re- reputations. It's got reputation among developers that it is much harder to do, and it's got also got a reputation, um, kind of implicitly among game buyers that it has higher value. That you're getting more bang for your buck if you're getting proper. 3D. Yeah, like exactly. It's got you know, It's a bit like the the FMV discussion when her story came out. There were definitely people on the green light page going, "What? This is a video. This isn't a game. I'm not paying for this." Mm. And kind of, well, if you'd done it with a 3D character, would it really have been mm. better? No, well, obviously the, the, not. Well, the question of where value comes from in a game's features is an entire topic that's true, for another that's time. That's true, that's true, yeah. Should, we should note that down. There's something <laughs> yeah, to talk about. Do that one. It's but... quite a good one. So I guess the first thing is, like, we're going 3D. It definitely is more complicated. Mm. But it's the, one of the things that surprised me, because I don't have very much 3D experience as it goes, is that it's not more complicated because building stuff in 3D is actually that much more time consuming than drawing good pictures in 2D. Our, our 2D artists, our 3D artists tend to work at sort of very comparable rates in some ways. Mm. Um, so what is it? Yeah, it's because there's so, I think there's just so many more complexities to 3D games and it's really hard to put your finger on exactly what it is like there are some really obvious ones like 3D cameras in games are one of the hardest things that a gameplay programmer can build um and that's been known ever since you know N- Nintendo 64 era and um game reviewers would constantly complain about cameras in games and I think it's not and it wasn't until maybe halfway through the kind of PS2 first xbox era that like developers really started to understand that and that it was a hard problem that they always had to solve and most games still have a button for put the camera back somewhere sensible please yeah like right. the camera reset click which is which is not a button that you want to include in your game design ever but you need it because your yeah. camera is not trustworthy i think it was something you said the other day tom that you thought that maybe people are more in control of cameras today like the the mm. developers put the player more in control of cameras yeah. maybe what before right stick is for is just free control of the camera because right. the game yeah. can't be trusted whereas maybe developers back in the day um thought that that 
controlling your camera was a tedious part of the experience. Mm. And maybe that's still true, actually. Maybe that's one of the reasons that games are a bit impenetrable to non-gamers, that they have to learn how to control the camera, which this is just... abstract thing. Yeah, yeah. which is just... Well, I think one of the things I've been really enjoying about PSVR is exactly mm. that, that the camera problem goes away. Interesting. Uh, okay, the movement problem suddenly <laughs> appears and you can't move around without throwing up. But at least looking around is yeah. completely trivial and that's really, really that's liberating. Really interesting. It's really nice. But yeah, controlling the camera is a huge kind of um, gameplay challenge. Also, collision becomes a bigger challenge. Mm. Rotation in general, working out how to rotate things properly can take up huge amounts of time. There's huge. Uh, there's a lot of discussions among developers about how to use quaternions. It's it's mm. it's one of these kind of jokes in development that most developers don't know what a quaternion is, and yet they still use them somehow. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the maths gets so much harder in 3D. Like, exactly. Mm. Yeah. The maths really does get quite a lot harder in 3D as well. Like, <laughs> I don't know much about 3D coding, but I know a bit about maths. John is a, <laughs> a mathematician from Cambridge University, by the way. <laughs> just <'cause... laughs> Who can't cope with 3D? <laughs> that tells you all you need to know about my life story. <laughs> I guess another one as well is lodding. Like as soon as you have a camera that that's is expected level of to detail. see forward, sorry, level yes. of detail. If you're uh, <laughs> so, it's it's the, the the concept that things that are further away have a reduced level of detail and complexity. Yeah. So all the games would have pop-in, so you'd notice the buildings in GTA mm. just suddenly appear. Or say Silent Hill, I think was pretty famous for using fog, so you wouldn't notice the popping in, which was still happening. Um, whereas now we tend to use sort of swapping meshes out but fairly smoothly so you can barely tell but mm. you will often sort of notice shadows smoothly appear as you get near things but yeah draw distance in general yeah like mm. the complexity of the scene that's an ex extremely difficult thing to manage and um as an indie developer you just don't have the kind of the technical support team to just create all these tools which is why unity has become such a big deal i guess yeah so do indie developers need to work in 3d my, my gut feeling is that they kind of do by default or they, but maybe that's not true. Maybe no, a, think, maybe I, most yeah, of the games are actually top down. I think partly, I think partly the indie revolution has been about rediscovering two D. Like mm. that, yes, there have been a lot of right 3D. because AAA is not allowed to do two D. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. When was the last AAA two D game? Uh... Right. So I guess this brings me on yeah. to. Uh, the point I was just discussing before we came on air, uh, which was that there was, a con there was a point in the console generation where we really did transition over to 3D. And I think it was the Sega Saturn that failed because uh, Sega predicted that what they had to do was to do more 2D faster and better. So all of their hardware was designed to render a lot of sprites very fast and quite uh, in high resolution, but that wasn't enough. Um, and meanwhile, Play the PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64 were bet everything on going 3D. And so I would say it was around that time that um, it became impossible for AAA to make a 2D game. I remember the, there was a, a recent article about the history of Tomb Raider because they had their anniversary. And there was a really lovely quote from one of the original creators who was... Who said well, they were they were taken down into like a dark cellar somewhere and shown a PlayStation One in 3D and they all just looked at each other and went right this is what we are doing we have got to do this mm. and then immediately went away and made a polygonal a polygonal model that could do backflips which is pretty genius actually 
like having just seen initial PlayStation One hardware to go to make that jump. To I think it was. A, I think it was a really tough time for game developers back then because I think. Um, just because you've been developing 2D games all your life, it doesn't mean that you're actually qualified um, or know any of the 3D maths necessary to make 3D games. Mm-hmm. And I would, lo- I would have loved to have seen, like, I wasn't in the industry by that point, but um, I, <laughs> <too young. laughs> I don't think you were in high school by that point, but, but carry on, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it must have been a really tough time because a lot of game developers simply didn't have the skills. Yeah, yeah. And artists as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, art is even more specialised, I imagine. Yeah. Like, you in can fact, draw, doesn't mean you can model. In fact, something I do remember is that a lot of artists, even relatively recently, have lost their jobs or have been made redundant because, you know, companies have tried to keep them going as long as possible. But now it's only since the financial crisis that these traditionally 2D artists have been finding it really tough to stay in the industry mm, because it's just not the skill anymore yeah yeah so is 3d higher value Did, i think we just think like it... that we can spin the camera around a bit is that i think unfortunately yes i think because one thing i've always thought is that 3d characters look rubbish like even the best ones even the ones that have bajillions of pounds spent on them they look rubbish they look yeah. worse than a good action figure I don't know whether it's the eyes or the movement or the skin. I really don't know what it is, but I, I don't think I've ever seen one that works for me. But the attraction, ultimately, is that they are positionable in a way that a 2D sprite isn't. So if you right. want to make your 2D sprite laugh and cry, you have to make them, like, you have to draw them laughing and crying, whereas a model, as soon as you have it, you can... It might not look great, but you can make them laugh and cry pretty cheaply, So relatively. you can pretty much animate everything. I suppose once you have, once you have working motion capture then suddenly you've got a pipeline to turn real human mm. anything into 3D modelled anything, you know, a little bit tidying up along the way. I think the the truth behind motion capture is that it always has to get tidied up, mm. so it's not necessarily saving time or money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, then there's the obvious advantages of 3D, is that you get 3D space, which is a massive win. Like, it says a lot that there aren't really many exploration games. Metroidvania, I guess, is the only real exploration genre? Yeah, I guess that's well. true. But I guess that's true. I mean, there were the old isometric open. games that sort of used 2D, like a Diablo game or something like that, mm. where you are exploring, but you're exploring on the single plane. That's true. You know, or with yeah. stairs or something. Oh, yeah. But they were definitely moving towards 3D. They didn't necessarily have the technology, but the ideas, mm. like, they do a lot of cool 3D tricks to make Actually, it look 3D. Yeah, mm. no, that's reminding me of all of these kind of... Um, end of the generation 2D games, the genres which took a long time to transition over, like the strategy games. There were a lot of kind of super high resolution, beautiful 2D graphic strategy games. Um, I think was it? I can't remember. There's, I can't remember the names of the games, but um, I mean, obviously, Civilization um, is an example. It stayed 2D until fairly late, I yeah, think. Maybe four. Right. Four. Mm. Four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and even now, I mean, they're only pretending to be a little bit 3D. They have a 3D engine to make yeah. it, but it's really, it is a 2D game. Yeah, it's just they, they they have 3D features just so that they can sell more copies, I guess. Yeah, it's, I guess that's a, a good game. It's, it's hard to argue the making of a 2D game if you're making a, a big mm. budget title. Mm. But I, I genuinely think it's not just it's not just about um, convincing some executive producer or something. I think within the eyes of the gamers, I think it's just true that like you look at a, a, 
a 2D game screenshot. Like, I mean, we mm-hmm. we may be, like, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably the exception because you're interested in us. But um, I think most gamers, when they see a 2D screenshot, they they probably go, oh, it's just a 2D game. It's not real. Like, yeah, sure, the yeah. indies are doing well, but, I mean, it's you wouldn't pay 40 quid for a 2D game. Yeah, interesting right? example, where I don't know where it fits in the discussion, is the Banner Saga. Mm. The like, Banner Saga, obviously very beautiful, sold a lot of copies based on its visuals. But they're still indie. Is That's it th- 2D or is it 3D? I don't even know, but I think no, it's, it's 2D. 2D. it yeah. is 2D, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it constructs 3D world but through parallel but I think perspective that's just, i think that's just proof that 2d games are really selling well among the indie developers right but, but the banner saga isn't a game that sells for 40 pounds that's true it's a game yeah that sells that's for true that's true or that's true um whereas when you look at an indie like firewatch or the witness they're 3d and they can afford to charge more and like you know debatably um i don't know they're they're bigger games or are they i don't know Maybe, you know, imagine Firewatch in 2D. It's probably quite a small game, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, I guess if you can charge, let's say, twice as much for your game and switching to 3D happens to cost you, I don't know, 1.75 times as much, <laughs> it's an easy decision. But it's more it's more like squaring your budget, really, in a way. Yeah, like, I mean, not I actually squaring, but, like, it is sort of an order of magnitude mm, more in yeah. some ways. And obviously it's probably mean, is it, but the game. It, Is 3D, like, better for games simply because... I don't mean to sound, this sounds like a really moronic point, but it gives you an extra dimension of movement, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, it no, just I gives you more true. degrees of freedom. So yeah. a player has different ways of going yeah. through whatever the game space is. Because yeah. I think maybe that that is why Tomb Raider in 3D is better than Prince of Persia in 2D, is simply that mm. you've just got more of a sense of choices. It's not even about being real. It's actually just about being more analogue. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's a sort of technological arms race that's always been, I think, driven by innovation as much as anything else. Like, if you imagine that you were Nintendo, before 3D, you've done everything with Mario. Like, even now, I mean, most 2D platformers aren't doing much unique. So 3D is this obvious thing you can do to, to, to breathe some life into your genre. I think this discussion is giving me more respect for the Banner Saga people, actually. Not that I didn't respect it before, but like increased respect for finding a way to make 2D Mm. visually arresting and really look like it is not a compromise and it's not a kind of, it's a poor man's 3D. It really never had that impression at all, but it was still being unashamedly 2D. That's quite impressive, Mm. actually. And I can't think of very many examples of games that really pulled that off. Yeah, but again, like you couldn't, you couldn't um, put that on PS4 on a disc. You know, you couldn't. No, you could just. You just can't get the price tag to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it is kind of boxed I mean, it, that it way. Is a, it? it is a very high quality indie game. Yeah, a very high quality twenty pound game. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. exactly. And it, yeah, and, really I d- and I think probably two D would never break outside of that outlet, with a few exceptions like. You know, something like football manager or something like that. I don't know. Like maybe there is something subtle about immersion as well. I was just imagining like classic two D games turn three D, and I, I don't mean like Pac Man. I mean like Sunless Sea, <laughs> right? Sunless Sea, two D yeah. top down game. But if you drop the camera behind the boat, yeah. looking forwards into the distance, and you see an island emerge, 
that sounds suddenly interesting, much more exciting. Yeah, no, even it's, though it's, it's the same. Yeah. And I do think it's it's funny. It does turn it from a twenty quid game into a forty quid game potentially. Yeah, depending yeah, on it starts to move in that direction. Exactly. Definitely. Do you guys yeah. want to bet whether uh, Sunless Skies actually does that? Because I know that it's Ooh, a three D engine. Three D in space oh. is a terrible idea because you get lost really easily. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But if you're away. in space, you don't necessarily have to fly in three three dimensions. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, flat planes space all the way <laughs> so i suppose there are also a lot of games that find interesting ways to mix 3d and 2d mm. so when little big planet came mm. out there was a lot of a hoo-ha about that because it was a 2d mm. design with a 3d layout and it was kind of beautiful for that and quite comprehensible and mm. i think quite accessible to play and Would we say that that fits into the the category of games that gamers will forgive for being 2D because they yeah. actually bring in bits of 3D. It's a bit like, right. you know, the yeah. recent civilizations. Like, yeah. like you put in a bit of 3D and then that makes it okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone can sort of non-smile and <laughs> Yeah, I guess Like if we'd true. made 80 days with... Uh, 3D three, text. Well, I was going to say 3D, <laughs> 3D like buildings in the cities right, yeah. or something, and like 3D vehicles, but otherwise pre- presentation exactly the same and basically on a 2D screen. But would that would that immediately make it like a higher value? It's game? hard to believe it, really. Yeah, but I would. It's hard to believe it. I really would yeah. believe it. I don't know. It's in, uh, another way of looking at the question is: Do the buildings on Sorcery Four like could we have added two pounds to the price of Sorcery right. Four because it had some buildings in it? And well, I think if think if sure. we'd built the entire city in the way that Tin Man built their um... well, they I know that's a great example because they absolutely did add right, yeah, however much to their price tag, they yeah. totally jumped a bracket because of that 3D yeah, exactly. chunky presentation, which think, was lovely. I think because I think Sorcery Four, despite being genuinely 3D with some genuine 3D models, yeah. like that actually fits into the opposite category of like. 3D games are actually just 2D. Right, 3D <laughs> punching below its waist. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a papercraft aesthetic, right? Yeah, it's not. Right. It's not but that's. Bad. I mean, that's but, that's yeah. like 2D with added value, I guess. Yeah, still, yeah. Because it's okay. somewhere in between. I think we can hold our heads up high. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So I think to wrap up, 3D definitely more expensive. Cameras are a real git. Um, <laughs> But it but is, it is, it is sort of, it does still feel like the ticket to entry for indies going from kind of mid-tier to mm. higher tier. I think that explains partly for me as well the, the way a lot of indies have been very excited about VR. Because like it's a way mm. of doing 3D in a way that feels like you're getting even more bang for the same buck. Mm. Don't need to do a camera. But mm. like, so it's a shame that they've, that hasn't quite... Has a bu- it feels like the bubble's right in the middle of bursting. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. oh, we're going into another like podcast about VR. <laughs> so let's leave it there. Thanks for listening. <laughs>